0: Welcome to The Habit Queen! My name is Anya Perry, I'm a health and wellness coach for women entrepreneurs and high achievers. My goal is to help you thrive in the most important areas of your life – your health, wellness and mindset – so you can finally get the healthy and fulfilled life you desire. If you're ready to build simple, rock-solid habits, get in charge of your health, unleash the power of your mindset and reach your fullest potential, you've come to the right place. Tune in, and I'll be here to show you what strategies, methods, and tools you need in order to become the healthiest, happiest, and limitless version of you. Thank you so much for joining, and let's begin. Hello, hello, and welcome to episode number three. First of all, Thank you so much for listening to my previous episodes. I'm blown away by your responses. I truly appreciate your time, and I'm so grateful for you taking the time and carving out time out of your day to listen. I am here for you, that's why I'm doing this. I absolutely love the process so far, but today I wanna talk about how you can cultivate gratitude and fulfillment in your life. I'm going to share some personal stories with you. I'm going to share some practical elements. So if you feel like you have a lot in your life right now to be grateful for, but you don't get it, you don't feel the feeling, or you're focusing on negatives too much, or you're thinking about what you don't have yet too much, this episode is definitely for you. First of all, I wanted to share this episode has been provoked by my recent trip to the West Coast, to Los Angeles, where I went to Tony Robbins' event called Unleash the Power Within. If you don't know who Tony Robbins is, I highly recommend you Google and watch a couple of videos with him, you'll be hooked. And what's even better, go to Netflix and watch his documentary called I'm Not Your Guru. I think I fell in love, I knew about him for many, many years, he, the Trip, a trip to see him. Or participate in the event for me it's been on my bucket list for years but this year I just took a plunge and uh, went I don't know why I felt like I needed it and it was such a right call for me but I'm not gonna bore you with the event I could talk about the event for hours and I still feel like I'm high on life from the event which is good it's not wearing out two weeks in (laughs) but I wanted to share with you a couple of epiphanies revelations that I took away from the event itself. But before I dive in, so today I wanna talk about, I'll share a story from my past with you and I wanna share how gratitude helped me in my life before. I wanna share a few methods that I like to use to express gratitude, to actually feel it and not feel like it's a fake thing or you're just making it up. And I also wanna share with you how you can be grateful when things are pretty tough. I know we, many of us don't have it easy, life always throws something our way, and I still feel like if we were to cultivate the feeling of gratitude throughout those tough times, it's going to get even better during easier times or fun times, right? But it's going to help you become much more centered and fulfilled in anything you do, whether you're running a business or you're building your empire, or you're raising your kids, or you're building family or relationships, anything you do. So let's dive in. Here is a story, it's an old story for you. It's about six years old. My husband and I got married in 2013 in April. Our anniversary is coming up. And he enlisted in the United States Army a few months prior to that, and he was about to go to basic basic training for 10 weeks. He went to basic training, I spent the summer alone. I was pretty lonely and I was pretty sad without him, but we had a beautiful letter romance going on. We were newlyweds, we were missing each other. And at some point I needed to pack up and go to his graduation. He was at Fort Sill in Oklahoma and I had to drive from upstate New York. I was terrified, I was a young driver. I was terrified to drive for such a long distance, but I was so excited to see him after not seeing him for 10 weeks. I packed up our coffee machine, two computers, I think one suitcase of clothes. Everything else, the army took care of us, to move. We didn't actually have much. We didn't have any furniture when we got married. We had, our, the most important item was our coffee machine, our Starbucks coffee machine. I had some plates and some household goods, but items, but that's it. That's all we had when we got married. My parents helped us with the wedding. I was a student who just graduated. Sam Kenny was in between the jobs, my husband Kenny was in between the jobs. I'm driving to Oklahoma to his graduation and we have about two days together. We're supposed to have two days together and <laughs> what do you think happens? Some paperwork gets screwed up and we were supposed to move to California in, in two days. His paperwork gets screwed up, he can't reach me of course, he can't get a hold of me because he doesn't have a cell phone, he can't use his cell phone, You're not allowed when you go to basic training. And the letters take about four or five days to arrive to upstate New York from Oklahoma. And I'm driving there. I am seeing him at graduation, and he is worried because his paperwork gets screwed up and we can't move. We're supposed to move to Monterey, California, to this gorgeous piece of paradise. And we're stuck in Oklahoma in August, 100 degrees outside. I have nothing to cook food with, I have nowhere to live, and we probably have, <laughs> we had some debt, we have a few hundred dollars in the bank. That's all we had that summer. And we're shocked and paralyzed, and we don't know what to do, we, don't know, we hate asking for help, and we're trying to figure this out. I get stuck in Oklahoma waiting for his paperwork to get processed for, I think, six weeks. And I I remember spending a little bit of money. I was going to the store and I would get things, ridiculous things, like I would not buy trash bags. I did not buy a blow-up bag for myself. I slept on the floor on blankets. I got a couple of blankets, I slept on blankets. <laughs> I slept on blanket, on the blankets for six weeks. I cooked eggs in a teapot, basically like kettle, and a kettle I would put it on the stove and cook it because I didn't want to invest in the, <laughs> in the proper pot to cook things in. I think I got one frying pan and he would come over and I would figure out our food. We had so little. We had that time. We struggled so much. And I think there was a delay in his paycheck. And I, of course, I didn't have a paycheck. I was supposed to move. Then I started looking for a job in California. That made things interesting. And I remember the feeling of fear. Of how I have to pay my rent and I was terrified that we're not gonna have enough but things started but at the same token I was in the middle of nowhere not knowing anyone but I had my guy nearby I could see him every evening I could see him on the weekends we had each other we had those very modest meals and walks in the hot weather and just time together sitting in the car but we had each other and all I was grateful for that time that we had each other that we had those tiny meals that I had the blanket <laughs> on the floor to sleep on that I had the park nearby I think I was taking my frustrations out for a run a lot <laughs> and I was so grateful and when we moved things improved dramatically exponentially pretty quickly and my gratitude, of course, grew exponentially for everything we had. Six years later, our finances multiplied probably by hundreds, hundreds of times. We have a beautiful house in Georgia, we have two puppies, we built a fence, we have a nice pasture, he has a job, I'm running my dream business. We have friends and family and everything around us just thriving. There are seasons that are harder, but I'm much more grateful right now than I was that time when I had nothing. So I'm telling you this story. Sometimes it can be pretty hard to look around and see what you have unless you compare it, right? And often we look, we go on Instagram and we watch people's stories and we think, oh, I don't have this beautiful relationship. Oh, I don't have these amazing weightlifting possibilities. Hello, that's me. Or I don't have this skill or I don't have this money or I want to do this, but I don't have that, that XYZ is in the way and blah, blah. So we were becoming pretty negative about no matter what we have, there's huge Gap or void that is missing in our life often leads to things like unhealthy eating, a lifestyle, emotional patterns that don't serve you. There is this trend almost of gratitude that people promoted it so heavily. Why, is, why does it exist? Well, first of all, it works. Gratitude works if you use it properly, if you learn how to navigate through challenges and use it during hard times, during good times. I feel like it's a fantastic tool that provides many good feelings on a daily basis. It provides good emotions. And if you're a guy listening to this, you have emotions too, trust me. And it provides the feeling of fulfillment. No matter where you're at, you can be as successful as you want. But if you're not fulfilled, this is one of the things I learned from Tony, and it's absolutely applicable to anybody's life. If you're not fulfilled you're not successful. Many of us want to be happy, and the definition of happy is often successful, or in love, or having money, or having a good job, or having more friends. But I feel like if we were to focus on fulfillment and joy in every single day, and gratitude is a perfect, perfect tool for it, we would not be so obsessed with tomorrow. I'm sure you heard this statement before, When we think about the future too much, when we shift our focus into the future, we often give ourselves anxiety. When we think about the past and what we've done, what have gone wrong in the past or what we could have done or their regrets or resentment, we often get depressed. So thinking about the present, it's probably one of the best things you can do. Yes, you can think about the past, you can analyze, you can make conclusions, learn lessons, You can also think about and dream about the future. Hey guys, I'm a big time dreamer. I can't live without dreaming, that's my life. But if you don't focus on what you have today, whether you have very, very little or you have a lot, like in my life in six years, if I was to tell you all the details, my life changed. I'm like a new person, living an absolutely different life than I lived before. Not better, not worse, but much more fulfilled and rich. It's like eating chocolate cake or eating, I don't know, a Snickers bar. Um, That's a silly comparison. But I wanted to tell you, if we were to focus on today to cultivate this feeling of gratitude, exactly what I'm saying, the feeling of gratitude, not just the emotion or commotion or just a statement of gratitude. If you were to feel it, you will still want more from life, but it will make your days so much better. So I'm going to shift gears and kind of segue to how i express gratitude what worked for me what did not what new things i learned lately that work first of all i tried writing things down for years i tried so it works beautifully for many people writing three five things what you're grateful for every single day or having a gratitude journal a five minute journal whatever you call it It worked for me for a while but then I hit a really rough spot last year where I felt burned out we had the new puppy I lost my sleep for months she was sick as well it didn't help there's a lot of stress and worry and I felt like everything was dull for me every single every single time I wrote my statements I'm grateful for my husband cooking dinner last night or I'm so grateful for my friend Brianna I'm so grateful for this and this I Knew that I was grateful, but I didn't feel it, and things became much more dull for me. And at some point, I almost wanted to give it up because I didn't feel it. It didn't. It mattered, but it didn't. Does it make sense? I felt it's almost like it was fake. I had to fake it or fakely express it, even though I was not trying to be fake. I was authentic and sincere. Especially when I had a harder day, it was harder for me to be grateful for. And I learned something in the last month. And the last few months things have been much better emotionally and more much more balanced for me, much more joyful and I feel much more fulfilled. I've learned that I actually was missing a huge part. I was missing the feeling of gratitude. I would do my job and cross it off my to-do list to put the gratitude notes down, but if you don't feel it if you in your heart, if it doesn't make you almost like choke up and Feel it in your throat, in your lungs, in your body, in your heart, in your mind, your entire being. If you don't feel it, it's not going to make your days fulfilled and happier or more balanced, I would say. This is what I started doing differently. I've learned about the practice of priming from Tony Robbins. If you want to look it up, please do. But also, I've learned that for me, a minor shift, so this is the first method I told you, right? Write down two three things that you're grateful for today. The second method is priming and actually feeling the gratitude. For me, one simple thing, fixed it. I had to remember the exact moment where I was grateful for something. Whether I was little and my dad brought me this amazing gift and I was so grateful for it or when i went to college and i remember my first day and how grateful i was to have this opportunity to learn or when i got my citizenship and how grateful i was that day and there are tears running down my face i was grateful for everything i have in my life and for the opportunity to live in the country i want to live in for me it was about the feeling closing my eyes being in a quiet spot remembering the exact moment. So, this every morning I do this now. I do priming exercise, check it out. And I do the exact what it exactly what I'm going to share with you. I close my eyes, I put my hands on my heart, and I remember one moment. I focus on it for about a minute or two. The exact moment. And usually I don't even think about it. It comes to me. It comes to me from childhood, from yesterday, from from Anywhere, it's just like it dawns on me. The moment just drops on me on my mind, and I feel it. I feel it. I remember the details. I remember the, them vividly, and I focus on them what exact emotions I felt that time. And often I actually get like tears on my face because that's how I feel. And I feel the moments so deeply that they provoke this beautiful emotion. Try that. If it didn't work for you, write things down. This shifted things tremendously for me lately. Method number three of expressing gratitude is sending notes and reaching out and thanking someone. I do this every week. I reach out to a friend I haven't talked in a while or even someone, some colleague I talked to just yesterday. I thank them for something they did, something specific, something special, maybe something small they may may not even think about they did for me, something they said, or something in the past when they supported me or shared something with me. Thanking someone will promote this feeling of gratitude in your heart. You can send notes. I like to send handwritten notes to my friends or a funny card. Usually personalized because that makes people know that you remember their name, you remember what they've done or said, and it makes someone else's day. And when it does, it makes your day too. Fourth way to express gratitude, one of my favorite ones too, Passing it forward to someone in need, passing gratitude, passing it in any possible form. You can donate money, you can donate time, you can hold a door for someone, you can send someone flowers, you can do a nice small gesture, make a dinner or help someone who needs your help. They want to ask you, but they will, you know, they will never ask you. Do it for them. Predict someone else's actions, what they might need today to feel better to feel happier, to feel supported, to feel encouraged by their friend, a family member, a colleague, and often a stranger. If you call a cashier at Walmart by their name, you will see that their their faces will light up. They will light up, they will smile at you. If you ask them about their day, we often neglect people, we are on our phones too much, we don't notice things, we're being jerks on the road, cut people off, we're rushing and not paying attention. So spending those few seconds of your attention and sharing them with someone, passing it forward, passing your time and effort towards someone, and it, it's gonna make someone else's day, I can guarantee it. And the way number five to practice gratitude, I've implemented it a couple of years ago. I actually have a beautiful friend in Hawaii and she shared it with me and I had to look into it. It's the ancient Hawaiian practice of forgiveness If you've never heard of it, it's called, I'm gonna screw it up. Um, It's called Ho'oponopono, Ho'oponopono. You can look it up. I'm gonna put it in the show notes, Ho'oponopono. It's the practice, it's a very simple practice. You can make it as complex as you want or as simple as four sentences that allows you to forgive people, forgive poor actions, forgive something bad that happened to you, forgive your circumstances, And get rid of resentment and grudges. Move on and feel good about that person again. So if anybody ever hurt you, you can apply this practice, Hawaiian practice. You don't have to deal with the person. You can apply it in your mind and shift your emotions and focus. So next time you're going to think about this person, it might not happen overnight, but you will not feel so much anger, frustration, resentment, grudge towards them. All right, I'm going to sum it up, guys. Five ways to express your gratitude every single day. Also, it's a muscle. You have to exercise it, and it gets much, much better. You get into such a beautiful state of mind when you keep practicing it. I feel like there is a compound effect for gratitude. Five ways to express gratitude. First, write down three things that you're grateful for today. Second way, to do priming or remembering the moments... Priming is good because it combines things with remembering the moments that you went through that you're grateful for today. Way number three is to send a note or reach out and thank someone for something they've done or said to you. Way number four is to pass it forward to someone who may need this. And way number five is to practice the ancient Hawaiian practice of forgiveness. In the last part of this episode, I would like to talk about how you can be grateful When things are hard, and as I mentioned, I've had quite a few rough months at the end of 2018, and also, I think I mentioned on this podcast before, two years ago, I lost my best friend. And I'm looking back at those times, probably one of the worst things that happened in my life that time, two years ago. It was hard to be grateful for, especially the first few months. If you ever grieved, you know how hard it can be, how devastating the loss is, and how you don't know that you'll ever be normal again or your life will ever be normal again. I dealt with a lot, of, a lot of anger at that time. I dealt with a lot of frustration and I did not want to believe that the person left me or passed away. But I remember about a couple of months in after things were, not, were still pretty hard and I still cried every single day. It was hard and I was missing the person. I was my best friend. I remember at some point I started noticing cardinals on my walk. For me, it was a sign that the person was with me, the person was watching over me, and it doesn't matter how spiritual or religious you are, you always, I think many people pay attention to signs. I felt like this weight was lifted off a little bit when I went for many, many walks that year. I was walking for miles just to try and to escape the pain. or sometimes feel the pain, and feel through it, feel my way through it. And I saw these tiny, beautiful birds all the time. And at some point, they started bringing me comfort. I started feeling more gratitude. So when you're experiencing something super hard in your life, whether it's a loss or a lot of stress, health issues, any emotional problems or challenges that you may have, I highly recommend to look for an opportunity to learn a lesson from the situation. And when you lost someone, trust me, or when you have someone sick, it's pretty hard, right? It's pretty hard to see the brightness in the situation. It's especially hard when you're in so much pain. But if you're looking for opportunity to learn a lesson, how to be a tiny bit more grateful that day for what you have, that you're still on this planet, you're still walking, you're still breathing, you're still having partner, husband, boyfriend, girlfriend, mom, dad, sister. It's an opportunity for you to learn a lesson and live with pain and live through the pain. And if you don't have any major pain sources in your life right now, it's an opportunity for you to learn a lesson from your job situation, from the pursuit of happiness. Maybe you need to shift things and look for something new and look at what works and what does not. I feel like anytime things get really rough, it's hard to look for an opportunity to learn a lesson, but once you do, you will start looking, and this is point number two, you'll start looking at the situation as you're being tested. It's a test, it's not life's happening to you, it's life happening for you, stigma. You will start doing your best to get an A on this test instead of just going with the flow and getting a C. I really wanted to think about and still being grateful every day for smallest things. Sometimes it might be just one simple thing, your delicious dinner, or the fact that you're breathing, or the fact that you still have money in the bank. You may not have enough, but you still have it. Looking at your life as a test of challenges, the harder times as a test, will put things in perspective for you. You will be looking at what do I need to improve to get better at this pattern, uh, at this stage in life, or how can I win this challenge? And of course you can throw in a towel and say, I'm not being tested and walk away and disqualify, right? It's up to you. And the third way, I always like to look at things. This is an opportunity for you to grow. Grow out of where you're at right now. For me, when we had very little, it was, I had a lot, a lot of growth to happen to to be where I am today. My relationships, my business, my speaking skills still growing there guys my my fitness levels my health if we're not growing we're dying we're like plants right if we're not growing we're dying look at any test look at any challenge and learning experience as an opportunity for you to grow become better at certain things and being grateful that you have it some people don't have an opportunity to grow and you do and i think what helped me a lot is shifting The focus from pain, the void, frustrations towards gratitude, and it's practicing, keep practicing it until it becomes natural and organic to you. That helped me a lot. So in this episode, I shared my favorite ways to cultivate gratitude daily. Feel balanced, feel centered, feel fulfilled, feel joyful, feel all the feelings if you have to, if you need to. That's okay too. And I also shared how you can be grateful when things are tough it's a journey it's never a destination there is always an opportunity in every single situation you face on a daily basis for you to learn accept it be grateful for it even if it's painful and move on learn from there and become the version of you that you always wanted to be thank you so much for listening to today's episode it's such a pleasure to be here with you and share my knowledge and share my learnings with you if you're listening on your phone please screenshot it and tag me and post it on social media and tag me also you can email it to me and i'll send you a very special gift straight to your email use the subscribe button on whatever platform you're using Please subscribe if you like this podcast, show me some love, write a review. If you write a review, you will qualify for an amazing giveaway. At the end of this month, I'm going to give away a $50 Amazon card to a lucky winner. Thank you so much for being here for me, supporting me, and I hope you're going to learn a thing to implement and become much more grateful and fulfilled in your life.